Hey, y'all, it's actually Sunday. We did this on time. <laughs> By the hair of my chinny chin chin. Just, we both just made it. Yes. I was kind of like, ooh, maybe she'll cancel it when I do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Life was rough this week. Anyways, this week for our Sunday podcast, we've got Our Crooked Hearts by Melissa Albert. This was our... Our first arc for Sloshy Scholars. Correct. This was our first Sloshy Scholars arc, which is really exciting. We really appreciate it. Um, the book is beautiful, by the way. Yes. Love the cover art. Like, it's not poppy. It's very... It's actually very, like, on point for the book. Yeah. So credit, kudos for whoever did the cover art. High five, go team. I really like the little... um Rabbit. The rabbit on the inside of the... Uh, so on the, the hard cover, uh, on, on the hard cover, oh. you've got a sweet little rabbit on the inside embossed with metallic finish. So that was cool. Oh, I um, did the other bull. So anyways, without further ado, my name's April. And I'm Melissa. This is Sloshy Scholars. Hope you enjoy. Um, if you don't, don't listen again. <laughs> uh, you listening regardless. <laughs> All right, here we go. It really did take everything in me not to sing Rhythm Nation. It really did me too. I was about to go. We I could, like I, I was closing my eyes. I was like, no. She's like, I'm not, not going to look it. at you. Don't do it. If you can't see it, you're not acknowledging it. You don't have to. I almost did it. And then you did it for me. So I'm okay with it. You're welcome. <laughs> so we did Our Crooked Hearts by Melissa Albert. It was our first arc. It came out June 28th. Like we said, life got a hold of us. Don't judge us right now. We know it's been four weeks. You know, some people have lives. Some pe- some normal people, it takes them four weeks to read a book. So Yeah. It took a lot of, for me to listen to this book. Okay. So we're obviously going to get into it quick. This is, was not our most favorite read ever. However, there are some things that I really enjoyed. And that I want to offer criticism on at the same time. So I enjoyed the depth at which she built her world. Yeah, because you had to go through, you know, you go through POV between her mom and her, but her mom, like, back in the day. So it's based in Chicago, and her mom was in the city, and now they're in the suburbs, right, when she got married. Right. And um, so it went back to, like, the suburbs now, which is your, it's through the daughter Ivy's point of view, and then the city back then, it's her mom's point of view. Right. So I enjoyed the depth at which she built her world. However, I think she almost took it a little too far because at some points I was like, I don't care. Give me. Where are we going with this? What Do we need to know all the details about the blue broken bottles in the alleyway? Do we need to know all the details of the vagrants? Like, are these building our world or are we just looking around and these are observations that could have been moved aside for other things for other things so i think that's really i think honestly that might be my one of my only i think i have like two or three critiques tops wasn't my favorite read because it was slow it Mm -hmm. was very slow you had to make sure that you were ready in like in the right frame of mind to read the book because it was hard for me to keep my attention on it yeah i had a stop and come back stop and come back right and then tell myself we are going to finish this book this week because we're doing a podcast sunday 
Right. And I mean, again, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad book. It's just, it's a young adult book. It's one of the first ones that we've done. I think for me personally, I need a little bit more action, Mm -hmm. a little bit more spice. I need a little bit more. I want to be able to draw conclusions to something. Yeah, I couldn't figure out where this was going first. Like for a minute, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for this big revelation at the end. And my biggest thing is, I think my only critique of this is the ending was still kind of a letdown for me. Oh yeah, when it was just the okay, well, bye. <laughs> yeah, like okay, you know, it. I mean, it's like effective communication, right? <laughs> It was, you know, they communicate like, Marion, why are you doing this? You know, that basically Ivy is paying for the sins that her mother did when she was a practitioner of with a witchcraft. And she was what it almost reminded me like of the craft, right? Where like one one's witch, crazy and one's power. Yes. And everybody else is like, wait a minute, bitch. Yes. And basically the one girl that they made friends with because her mom and her aunt V, which is really a really close friend. They've been friends forever, and then they meet Marion, right? Well, Marion one day goes into what is it? A, it's a coffee shop, I think it is, or somewhere, and the occultist just dropped. Oh, the dead. library! It was she was in Howlett House in the library because okay. her parents were professors. Yes, and she died in the library holding her. I want to say it's a, probably her grimoire. Right. They never really said it. They did. Oh, they did. It was a grimoire that was bound in the skin of a charlatan clairvoyant that she bound in the skin of a clairvoyant who was a charlatan. And I was like, damn, that Astrid. Sh- <laughs> like, that should have been a red flag number one. You fuck it. Like, she crazy. I will also say, they brought a lot of attention to that little lipstick tube with pins and needles in it that she stole along with the grimoire in the history of Hell House. Why? Oh, I see. I forgot about it. That's how unimportant it was to me. Well, but then they mentioned it again. Like it was, she found it when it, she was in the safe. So what was the significance to that? Did I miss something? I don't know, but I also want to say, so it, what ends up happening is they start practicing magic with this grimoire, right? Right. And Astrid, even from whatever plane she was in after she passed, was only revealing like certain spells to them at a time. They had to do one spell in order to move on to the next. But like, so then obviously Marion wanted to steal her powers, but she didn't tell them that that's why they were doing it. They were trapping Astrid or whatever, doing some like, they met this other chick named Sharon because they had to do, it had to be with four practitioners. From Twixt and Tween. And Sharon was actually the real OG. I ain't gonna lie. She at least kept that shit 100. Oh, fucking from start to she, end. She didn't like, she's like, oh, nah, we're not doing this, fam. Yeah. But she lied to them about what the next spell was. And that's she, until because they, were they said it, it was to gain more power. It wasn't, you, she didn't explain how the power was being gained. Yeah, that they were taking it from Astrid. And they weren't powerful enough for that because Astrid was, I mean, well, we had way more magic and way more experience than they did with magic to try and do the shit they were trying to do. Well, that was also my thing. Like, you did not ask enough questions. Like, if every time you use magic, the blowback is so rough that you have to drink some vinegar tea that Aunt Fee makes, you think you're just going to get power for nothing? Like, Yeah, it's ba- like, I think in all the books that with magic that we've learned, 
magic is balance, give and take. So you can't take something without giving. Yeah. Like, and you better be prepared to pay the price. So you can't be like, oh yeah, I definitely want some more power. It'll be all be good. It'll all be good. Yeah. And then, so they're in the middle of trying to like, you know, they, it was a summoning spell and they summon Astrid and Astrid's like, you just think you got more power than me. And then like shit was going south and V and the, what was the name? The mom's name was Dana, right? See, yeah, Dana. They tried to like stop it. Well, they end up coming in the circle with Marion and pretty much to make it all like, being bound. Yeah. And because Marion tried to bind, bind Astrid, Astrid to be her helpmeet and her familiar and, and she, to serve her. And I was like, like, oh, bitch. And Astrid was like, bitch, watch this. She's like, hold my Switch beer. It. <laughs> so, in order to fix it or try the best to fix it, Ivy's mom, Dana, pretty much sacrificed Miriam and threw her in the mirror, right? And so they were living with that, right? That they, quote unquote, thought they killed her. I mean, to be fair, this spell, like where Astrid was, Astrid was so powerful that she built a- Her own realm for herself. Her own fucking realm, dude. Like she passed away, yeah. I'm just going to chill until somebody brings me back. And the- so I was bringing that up to get to this point. Like, I felt like, okay, when, so Marion this whole time in the, it's called like the mirror realm that Astrid made. Right. So she's watching Dana and V as they grow up. Or and whatever. Ivy. And Ivy, because she realizes like Dana, like pretty much beat death, right? Like she was about to give birth to Ivy. It wasn't going well. And the Marion's watching like, yeah, she's about to fucking die. Like she was happy about it. Right. And then like death dog is in the corner and Dana's like, not fucking yet. Bye, bitch. And then Mary's like, what the fuck? That's a set of balls, though. Like, She's like, I ain't going fucking over. That is a set of balls. My kid needs me. Fuck right on off. I'm not dying today. Go back to hell. Uh, sh- shit, this bitch means business. I'm going back. <laughs> and then, like, so then when Ivy, you know, there's a power struggle, right? Like, Ivy is more powerful than her mother. And then, like, shit went off that they had this box. Like, remember, like, they were trying to fix what they did with Astrid or whatever until so she went to go see that guy at the market and he gave her that golden box and right. said, you'll need t- it. At they some tell time. me what you need. You don't get to buy what you want, what you need, what you need at some point. What well, she did, because Ivy was too strong. And then she was, Marion was talking to her through the mirrors. Yeah. And Dana saw that. And so pretty much they used the box. It's a, to forget. So she forget she even had magic, forget about her best friend, Billy. Her first love. Her first love. But like, talk about fucked. Not only am I taking away a part of you, but the people, and then like, they don't even like the fucked up part is like when she doesn't remember, right? Her and Billy are hanging out after she dumped her shitty ass douchey boyfriend, Nate. And he's like, you fucking don't like for real. You don't remember. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. We were never friends. Like that would hurt me if my friend never remembered. Fuck me being yeah. friends. Like, bitch, we was together together. Like froggy tadpoles in a pond together you kiss me first together you hoe no it's fine but i mean marion saw that right and she got out of the realm to like save ivy whatever but in order to do it like she to me it's anticlimactic the way astrid just went off into the dust because she's made this world right astrid because she's like they're gonna come get me out of here and Marion's like, we've been in this fucking shit forever. Ain't nobody coming for you. Anybody who would remember you was probably already dead, which is a little dramatic. Um, but because I mean, she's not that old. Like, come on now. And she's like, so whoever will remember you is dead, and nobody's bringing you back. And then she just like 
becomes dust into the wind. Well, did they even say that? Because they were so focused on Marion being like, it's whipping me around. It's whipping. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at a two-eyed monster standing on asphalt. And then there's people looking at me. And if I had a different heart, it would would break or I could feel it. It was pretty much kind of like saying, like, because Astrid, like, diminished into the afterlife. Her world went away. So now she's back in the real world. That was like when then but it was a so car. So did Astrid go back in the real world? No, Marion. I know that Marion. Oh, they did, never but, said it. But, but that's yeah, what I'm right. saying. Like, where did that bitch go? She's dust. That's what I. That's what I got from it. No, all right. She dusty, dusty old hag. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's so anticlimactic. <laughs> that is that this very much powerful occultist that made this own realm for herself is just gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna go on, and you can get out of here. Yeah. I don't I don't see her being that kind of a a lady. There's just a little bit of loopholes in like where the plot was going, right? She straight up called her sheep scat. I cackled at that. Oh, I laughed too. I was like, sheep scat, that is solid. We need to bring that back. <laughs> I've also decided that my cuss words are now gonna be um rearranged to make them more colorful. Oh, okay. What we do what we doing? Uh more like uh go shit yourself instead of go fuck yourself. <laughs> Hey, that's a real life trauma that I, I don't want ever want to relive. <laughs> okay. We were talking about a person that will remain nameless. It's like, you know what? I don't ish ill will on a lot of people, but I really, really, really want this lady to get explosive diarrhea in five o'clock traffic in Austin on 35 on 6th Street, where you can't go nowhere and there's no public bathrooms. Explosive diarrhea and traffic. That's what I wish on It's you. like bride, bridesmaids. It's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> so then Marion gets out, right? And I feel like the... <laughs> you know, we're talking about people shitting themselves. It is what it is. Continuing. She gets out, saves Ivy, right? And steal, like kidnaps her mom and Aunt B and like... But she gives her all her memories back. She gets mad at her mom. I get yeah. mad at my mom too. Yes, though. those like, are all fucking valid. But like you know, her mom said, "I came, I didn't, I made mistakes. They, but they came from love. I was learning, whatever, right? But it's still anticlimactic. Bitch, you're seventeen. Like, let her. You know what? I fucked up when you were twelve. We need to have a chit chat. No, but she said when you turn eighteen, and we, me and your dad were going to give you all your memories back and talk to you about it. Oh, she does say that. I'm sorry. That's, Why eighteen? I don't know. What's the difference in between 17 and 18? What's the difference between 16 and 18? I was no more mature at 15 than I was at 18. I'm 36. I ain't no more mature than I was when I was 18. But that's what I'm saying. I just paid bills. I just paid bills. Right. We have more responsibilities. I'm not more mature. I'm fucking 41. I'm like, you said but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You farted. Yeah. That's that is. You walked in and I told you how big the balls on my goat were. Like I was yes. flabbergasted at the size I'm of these balls. Here. Like they are, these balls are bigger than this goat's head. Like they maybe have an inch and a half of ground clearance. It's almost like that one time I told this dude, dude, how are your balls bigger than your dick? That made no fucking sense. Damn, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the shit we talk She about. out here burning bridges while she's standing on them. Like hey, she gives no fuck. I always said this. I'm going to burn bridges while I'm staying on You want to know why? Because I fucking know how to swim. <laughs> but yeah, so that's. It'd be like that sometimes. It, it, it shit happens, but 
I am not that much more mature, but why are you going to hold off know, until she's 18? But, you know, it's like the whole thing, like, oh, you can't drink, but you're 18, you can go to the army, whatever. You know what? It, but that's the other thing, like. If I'm in the army, I should be able to drink then at 18. She knew they can on post, just oh, not okay. off post. Um, She knew, though, that she fucked up when Billy came over and Ivy was like, who's Billy? At that point, unfuck your fuck up. Yeah. At that point right there unfuck your fuck up you ain't gotta wait for years to let it fester before i didn't have a love i knew i fucked up but i didn't that's like, fuck some, you, know, that's like some real mom shit though let me just pretend like i didn't do nothing like I, it was from love no no nah, nah. i tell my kid i fuck up all the time yeah. like when i fuck up i'm like baby girl i, I, I tell her all the time i'm like i'm sorry for what i said when i was overstimulated <laughs> You're the reason I'd be overstimulated, though. Don't get that twisted. Okay. <laughs> She'd be like, am I a kid? This too? She's like, why are you so agitated today? I'm overstimulated, okay? I need a nap. Go away. Somebody give me a decaffeinated ice latte. Because yeah. they're my Asian. So they're like, I have caffeine. Yeah, it's rough. But it was so anticlimactic at the end for me. Like, I was listening to it. That's just how I, because I knew this week was going to be busy and I wouldn't have time to sit down and read. Right. And I fell asleep the last 10 minutes and I woke up. I'm like, fuck, I got to get up and read it again. And I listened again. And I still felt like. That was it? Yeah. I was like, I didn't miss anything really. Was it like, I mean, she saves her mom and an aunt from Marion and talks to Marion like, okay, like. What are you going to pay them for? Like, my mom did what she thought she had to do because you didn't fucking tell your friends what you were really fucking doing. Like, you put my mom in a tough situation. Okay, telling my telling me my mom's a monster isn't going to make me like you anymore. Right. And, you know, she's like, well, I gave you your memories back and I, I can help you be a powerful witch. And she's like, oh, but you still want to kill my mom and my aunt. Like, no. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you want to paint them as a monster. But my mom has like dealt with this torment of the decision that she made every single day. And you want to do the same fucking shit. Like you just want to get rid of them and think you're going to keep me. Nah, bro, that's not how this works. And then they talked it out and that was it. And then (laughs) it it lives happily ever after. Hug it out. Hug it out. Okay, deuce. Yeah. And then, you know, she's back with her her boy, Billy. And Google Gaga. Um, I wanted more of Billy. Yeah, Billy was cool. I wanted more of Billy. And Billy, I felt like there was... so the I wanted more from that too because I felt like she kept saying with Billy it was magic. Right. It was, and even the mom saw it. Like there was something that Billy brought out in her that made her magic come out more. Where I'm like, I wanted more of that. Yeah. I wanted more of that too. I also wanted more of Aunt Fee. So maybe this could have been a series instead of a standalone. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I needed more from each of the characters other than Ivy. I needed more from Dana present day because all that bitch did was get migraines and go sleep. And go away. Yeah, like that. There's not enough backbone to her story other than the pre-life, but we're not living back then. I know you're giving me a, a I mean, history. We, we got but... a little glimpse of like when the mom and the dad met. Yeah, and she still didn't even tell him at that time what Your really aura happened. Is blue. I want to wrap myself in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I need more action, more spice. I need. We need more action because if you, these hollow vows and these twisted bonds, which it, you know, the same, right. It, it can either go, you really like it or you really hate it or you're right. indifferent. But there was a little, there was 
more action to make up for the like you know we the lows yeah like April and I read stuff that doesn't have spice in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the plot is great. It's there. The character development and the world building. This had. There was a lot of world is, building. This is not ugly because we still liked the book. It was almost like the new version of the craft too. Right. right. You know, like with the crazy chicks, you know, daughter. This where I felt like this was going. So it, it had that potential. This is just constructive criticism where we would like, where we would have liked to have seen it go because look, me and April can't write a book, right? Like I, yeah, I although I've had I, some ideas. I type with four fingers. I only got one good hand, so that's all I type with. <laughs> one good like hand this. and one finger on the other side. It's like this. You can't see it, but it's one hand, one my She's left hand. Tinking. My thumb tells it what to do. What's wrong with little ting ting? I know, poor little ting ting. Poor little ting ting. You're not gonna warm up. Don't judge us, but. That, yeah. that was just our opinion, right? You could take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I always say read the book and make your own opinion about it. That's just our Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. I still, I still, it was a, it was an enjoyable read for what it was. It was a young adult book. I got really great world building. What, was there th- some things left to be desired? Absolutely. But I can pick out things in every single book I read that I want more Yeah. Of. Like, give me more Opie and Bitsy. Give me more goddamn Danica. What, like. Damn, she was- Sarah J. Mass ripped our heart out very quickly in that series. Mm. Like at least in the other series, you like kind of ease into that shit. Yeah. Nah, that bitch ripped off your your big toe right away. Keck. Fucking keck. Yeah, but that, at least you know Stacy Marie, Marie Brown, Brown. She gave it to you at the end. Ain't nobody. Ain't, you can't hide from everybody. See the one I open. Um. I just kidding. I love you. You're great. Yeah. You write. You write. Uh, you write. Ashes little. Side Redemption novella arc. and we're there. Yeah, we need we need him to come I back. I want to kind of read her new contemporary romance. So that was slut. the end of the book. Now we're gonna ramble about what's coming. Oh up. yeah, sorry. So that was the end of our Crooked Hearts by Melissa Albert. Definitely read it. Let us know what you thought. You can send it into slashy scholars at gmail.com. Yep. Uh slashy underscore scholars at Instagram. Yep. And then slashy scholars on Facebook. Sweet. Okay. Now we're gonna ramble about other books. Yeah. <laughs> I want she wrote a contemporary romance. So, you know, like her Savage Lands for Stacey Marie Brown was a um urban fantasy. But this one is more a contemporary romance. So kind of like on the Colleen Hoover side. See, things. I've never read any of her books. I have a hard time getting into books that aren't fantasy bound because when I read, I want to be as far away from reality as humanly possible. Okay, so check this. I feel the same way. You know why? Because my cousins put me in a book club, right? <laughs> and I, I'm like, the first book, I, I did like it, right? It was What Alice Forgot. It's completely different. It's obviously real world people dealing with real world shit. Colleen Hoover is kind of the same thing. Uh, so our next book was a Colleen Hoover book and it's All Your Perfects or whatever. And then they want to read another Colleen Hoover book. And I'm like, I think I've had about enough of reality for a little bit. Because for me, when I read, like you said, I want to escape. Yeah. I want something that in my head, one day Cassian's going to come and fucking get me. That may not happen. But guess what, bitch? In my world, it does. Did you see that Tiki Taki I sent you? Yes. I swear to God, somebody takes you to a fey realm. A I'm a vampire I got you. you. I'll be like, wait. We'll fucking wait. haunt or your ass. If I go through the stones of Crelanoon and Outlander, no. I'm like, oh, I got to go back and get my friend real quick. Take me back. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Give me five minutes. This bitch will kill me. <laughs> we got to go back to the stones. 
Uh, I'm rubbing it. Why is that working? <laughs> and then, like, you know, not being ugly, they're like, oh, my God, Colleen Hoover is so spicy. And I'm like, I read Denim Vipers. Get out of here. Get out. Why you got to talk about my baby daddy diesel like that? I'm not talking. I'm like, don't even <laughs> compare. Like, oh, my God, it's so spicy. Denim Vipers, Colleen Hoover, obviously very different spectrums. <laughs> You haven't met like K.A. Knight or Penelope Douglas. I'm going to need you to calm it down. Well, maybe you should introduce them. Be like, hey, I look, I got you a present. That. I don't know if they're ready for that. It's like a whole bunch of dick in every hole you got to offer sweetness. And, and they nice. ain't even done yet. <laughs> and nice. Let me introduce you to the Twisted Sisters. <laughs> Why am I daydreaming? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Because this is where our problems are. But no, for real. We want to, like, I like a high fantasy you know, sci-fi world, like world. Cause, because there's some, I don't know, there's something happening that's not happening here. Like, well, because our world is so fucked for me here. Our world is fucked. We're doing the best we can to make it. Not and that way. I use books as a way to disassociate. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hundred percent truth. I use it as a way to disassociate from the shitty world that is currently happening outside what? the window. Get a little bit of serotonin. Oh, can we get us? I, I love those little dopamine drip. Yes. Like, and for us, it's a little books. bloop, bloop. <laughs> and every Thanks, time, buddy. Every time I put add to cart, it could be drugs. It could be drugs, but yeah. it's books. But it's books. Worst case scenario is my fucking vocabulary gets better. And I figure out how to curse you out in the whole, like in old time language. Although I do want to say this. I was actually having a conversation with my friend in the garage the other day because I spend most of my time in the garage. <laughs> it's just where we congregate. But we were talking about how many words we know what they mean because we've read them and yeah. then looked them up. But sometimes we hesitate to use them in conversation because I don't know how to pronounce them correctly. That because I've you, or, only ever read it. <laughs> that or I feel like someone's going to look at me and be like, okay, bitch, you read, we get it. Oh, and no, I don't it. give a fuck. Like Shut if I up. if I got a word and I want to use it and I know how to pronounce it, I'm using it because I enjoy words. Vocabulary is one of the sexiest things somebody can do. Like you get a well-dressed anybody. I don't care, man, woman, whatever. Well-dressed and you come spitting vocabulary words at you talk to me like Massimo, we got some problems. Listen, daddy, mommy. I'm ready. Whatever the fuck. Like, just. We're ready. Just keep talking, baby. Henry Cavill, talking. she's talking about you. Oh, listen. I have a horse. I've got two horses. He likes horses. He's she also a apparently a big nerd. I'm a nerd. I like nerdy stuff. I mean, we should be best friends, really. She's like, tag me in, coach. I mean, I've got a wife. I'm not saying that we need to date. I'm saying, like, High five. I've got dogs, too. We can just hang out. You could be her best friend, and you could be my lover. Oh, see, she had shit on there. I'm just trying to get a high five. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to be love, okay? I'm just trying to be by herself. Oh, I'm... oh what? there you go. I'm shooting my shot right now. I Captain like America, I'm looking at you, too. I swear to God, if you... <laughs> <laughs> now she double dip in. Now, now you're hey, getting greedy. Like I have a reverse hair. I'm like everybody else, okay? I I'm just saying that I am down for a high five. She's down for the get down. No, no, no. Just for the high five. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is it going there? It's nowhere, it's nowhere it's supposed to go. <laughs> uh, I had to do it. Although I'm pumped about Witcher season three. Don't. don't mm, Me too. Mm, mm, mm. I'm excited. 
Psychic. My friends finally watched and I got both my friends into it. And I'm like, this is not a series that you can like watch before you're going to go to bed. You got to intently watch this show. Okay. Mm. There's pieces you're going to miss. Don't be falling asleep. Yep. You can't be doing that, Tom Henry Cavill. Stop it. That's just how I feel. I mean, I don't disagree with you. It's a great fucking show. Are you ready for our next book? Because okay. we're getting into the Dark Olympus series and she's so excited. I'm so excited. She can hold it. And I just can't hide it. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. What show? I don't remember. You don't remember? That was fucking Jessie from Saved by the Bell. Oh. When she's on pills, she's like, I'm so excited. I just can't hide. <laughs> if anybody else got that reference, please, please Sorry. Google us so I don't feel so ridiculous right now. I'm going to watch it. Because I just did that twice. <laughs> They know it. They know it. Jesse Spano. Look that shit up. Okay. Jesse Spano on pills and saved by the bell. Okay. Just saying. Anyways. I love it. So. What's the book? Next week. It's in my bag. It's in my bag. Neon Gods. Katie Robert. Yep. Doing this shit. I am pumped about it because I need some spice in my life. And I heard this was, this was, you know, the cabinet. So I'm down. She's also the one that wrote The Dragon's Bride. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so we're, this one's the Haiti and Persephone retelling, and then her second book in the Dark Olympus series is Electric Idol. So we'll do that next, and then the third one is Wicked Beauty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> can you roll your arts? <laughs> yes, I can. Carro. <laughs> we need Jesus. We need something. Yes. So it might girl, be alcoholic. It might be that day. We are alcoholics. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. Yeah, but functioning. Very functioning. We pay our bills. So High I'm functioning. Whoop, whoop. High five. See? All right. <laughs> That's our podcast for the week. Sorry, we got kind of got off on a tangent, but there was a lot of stuff we had to talk about. Yeah. And we're pumped about our next book. The, again, that's Neon Gods. If you've already read it, sweet. You can listen to it next Sunday when if we not, roll it out. Grab the book and be ready for next Sunday. I'm April. I'm Melissa. This is Slashy Scholars. Bye. (laughs) Bye.